Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamlined Podcast. Wow, I really think 2024 has started off with a bang. That seems to be the consensus, at least within my network. Like, no gradual entry into the new year, but just thrown into the deep end with no warning. Maybe even like a cold plunge, especially coming off of a fun holiday season. With all that said, you all are stuck with me again for an episode, and I apologize, but between balancing the cold plunge, family, and all the other things scheduling guests have become a little bit of a challenge with my personal schedule. We know that you all love the guests that come on. We can definitely tell from the metrics, and we promise to get back to it quickly. We completed two great interviews last week, and we'll get those up as soon as possible, and my dad is finally going to crash the party too. So as usual, I'm sliding in a little sideways and wasn't really sure what to talk about with everyone. At least to me, it often feels like I'm sharing all the same things over and over, but I don't bother to go back and fact check. I wasn't on an airplane last week, so no inspiration there, but a few interesting things have happened the last seven days. One, for the first time since at least September, I wasn't on an airplane and I got sick. Wasn't even run down, hadn't missed my vitamins, and ironically got sick. The funnier thing was my symptoms started one year to the day since my COVID symptoms started last year and caused me to miss my girls event, the first ever Rise Up Girls event. How crazy is that? But also, I have been a little nervous about getting sick just with everything going on around me, but my cold was very mild. I almost felt like I wished it upon myself, but guess what? You know, I live in the middle of nowhere and I found a mobile IV and a nurse came out Saturday and gave me two bags of fluid and vitamins. It made a huge difference. It was a reminder that sometimes our focus on the wrong things or the worry can almost manifest the issue. Also, it was a reminder that some of the things we spend our time worrying about aren't near as bad or as scary as we think they're going to be. Secondly, the craziest thing happened again last week. I was having a really hard time getting out of bed early. I picked up Instagram first instead of my daily devotional or the daily alignment, and you won't believe this. A quote popped up, and it basically said, get out of your own way. But that wasn't enough, so I kept scrolling, and this is where it got really crazy. A video popped up. And it was this really charismatic lady shouting, this is your sign. Get up and do the thing. Stop procrastinating. How crazy is that? Y'all know I immediately got up out of bed and out of my own way, at least for that day. I have so many stories like that from the month of January and we aren't even done. I truly believe if we slow down and look around, the signs will be there. When one door closes, look around because I bet there are signs of the other one that is about to open. When you don't know what to do, sit in silence, at least a minute or so. Sometimes it takes longer than that, if we're being honest. But be still and see what happens. I know that's hard because we are such doers, but if we move too fast, we often miss the magic. Number three, this one keeps coming up and I keep meaning to write about it, but I'm not really sure how I want to capture it, but it keeps surfacing. A long time ago, somebody told me what you do on New Year's Day, 
you will spend your year doing. I'm not sure who said it to me, but I think it might have been the lady that took care of me while my mom was working and my dad was gone with the military. She was in my life for a really long time and even into my 20s, but I'm not 100% sure that it was her words of wisdom. After I found my career in multifamily, I loved it so much, I would be sure on New Year's Day, I did a little work. If you were around me that day of the year, I might look a little funny, but because I'm working and I spend time with family and I eat healthy and I move my body, I enjoy life in the day and doing all the things that are important to me. I even make my family eat black eyed peas because I know this same lady told me that and it was good luck, even just a spoonful and my kids hate it. But last year, my kids had the first week of the year off and the girls, my mom and I went to Disney and my son and husband went to a, on a boys trip. Then and there, I vowed I would take the first week of the year off every year. You know, I still work a little bit, but I'm very intentional with my personal and family time. This year wasn't as smooth, but we tried. What I realized though, is I spent my first week of the year in my three favorite places, home, Nashville, and Fairhope, Alabama. While the week was not all rainbows and butterflies, it was good, really good, and fun with some highs and lows. I loved it, and I hope it's an indication of where I split my time this year. So number four, my life coach's signature is choices over circumstances. It keeps ringing in my head like over and over and over. So that is what we are going to unpack today. I keep coming back to what this means for us over 2024, especially if the year is going to be challenging from an operational standpoint. So what does that mean for all of us? Just like my number three, I have a choice to make where I spend my time this year. My circumstance could be work-related or family-driven, etc., but I have a choice to make, easy or hard, but it's mine to make. This choice over circumstance is going to surface multiple times this year in all areas of our lives. Professionally, maybe this year will be a breeze, another round of puppies and applications. Even if that is the case, there are going to be circumstances, perhaps easier ones than I anticipate, but either way, the boat could get rocked a little. We deal with people so something will happen. An employee issue or a resident issue will happen good year or hard year, in those moments, we have a choice. And I want you to remember that the circumstance can be challenging, but we have a choice on how we navigate. In the employee circumstance, we get a choice on how we handle. Do we face it head on or do we dwell on the situation and let it slide and turn into something even bigger? Our property is not meeting leasing goals. We have a choice. Are we going to devise a strategic plan and take action to get closer to our goals? Is it time to pivot? The pivot always comes with a choice. Are you a portfolio manager? Do you have a difficult client? Even in that circumstance, you have a choice. You might not have the choice to no longer work with them, but you do have a choice in how you respond to the difficulty. This is huge and boils down to perspective. No matter how big the circumstance is, we have a choice in how we are going to respond, tackle, address, you name it. Do you have an associate you work with that comes with challenges? 
same thing. You have a choice. I'm convinced we can make the worst circumstance at least a little better by the way we respond. That is our choice. That is the thing we have control over. Sometimes we have so many choices, it's overwhelming. And in that circumstance, I can only encourage you to name the three things that are going to move the needle and focus on those. Once you do that, you can start addressing them or adjusting the three priorities. But again, it all boils down to the choice. Before I share my last thought this week, I want to tell you a reality I'm choosing to embrace for 2024. In an effort to live choices over circumstances, no longer am I going to say it's a bad week, a bad day, a bad month, a bad year, a bad situation. As I write this, I realize I've heard someone say this about food. Chocolate cake isn't bad. Red wine isn't bad. However, too much of either will not serve you well. Just like kids or people aren't bad. They made a bad choice, but it doesn't define them. Well, same thing here. It's not bad, but it can be hard. When I reflect on this, my response is different to hard versus bad. Other people's responses are different to hard versus bad. I'm convinced we are experiencing the situation for a reason, so it can't be bad. It can suck and it can be hard, but I'm not accepting bad. And for my last thought today, as shared, things keep popping up like secret messages I need to hear. At least that's what I tell myself. Maybe that's my permission to scroll occasionally. But here's three recent quotes to leave you with. If you're serious about change, you have to go through uncomfortable situations. Stop trying to dodge the process. It's the only way to grow. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving. And that's the famous quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And the last one, don't expect to be motivated every day to get out there and make things happen. You won't be, don't count on motivation, count on discipline. I might actually get all the three of these framed for my office, but that last one really stung. But it's a great reminder. Things can't always be rainbows and butterflies, but discipline, you know, my word for the year, and consistency will power you through. We have to have systems in place or it can all really fall apart. Thanks for hanging with me this week. Hopefully you will consider it quick but good. See you back here next week and for a fun industry leader interview.